Peer Network, and today we're talking about hiring peer supporters. And we've got a great guest joining us today, Stacy Wheeler. She's the program administrator at Winds of Change in Missoula, and she's a licensed clinical social worker. Um, so Stacy has hired and supervised over 20 peers in the last eight years, which is going to make her a great fit for this podcast. Stacy, we're really glad to have you. How's everything going? Great. Thank you. And you've got a ton of experience under your belt in terms of hiring peer supporters. So what have you learned from when you first started um, hiring peer supporters to now? Well, I think the most important lesson that I learned is I think in the beginning we were just like, we want to hire peer supporters, let's hire them. And we didn't really have a clear vision of what we wanted them to do. And so it was a little murky in the beginning, um, but now we have very clear ideas of the types of jobs that we want them to do. Um, and I think that that has really helped clarify what we're doing with peer support. That must take quite a lot of preparation then to, you know, figure out what you really want from a peer supporter um, and what their job really looks like. So how can, what would you t say to agencies who are looking to bring peer supporters in for the first time? Well, I would tell them to kind of look at and, and think about what you would want a peer support to do. So we have peer supporters who work from one hour to 40 hours a week. Um, so we have some pretty... Um, limited things that they do and then some of them do a vast array of things so like for example someone who works one hour a week they might help lead one of the groups in our drop-in center the people who work 40 hours a week they're doing more tasks like helping people fill out paperwork for benefits and maybe helping them go to appointments or being with them out in the community and so it's really just who you want performing that job, um, do you want to peer in it or do you not want to peer in it, um, and really looking at matching capabilities of people to what the job is. You said, you know, whether you want to peer in that role or not appear in that role, what do you think a peer offers that's, you know, special or you've noticed a difference in your agency from having them around? You know, one of the things that we hear a lot from our members is that they really appreciate having someone who has that lived experience. Um, and it doesn't really seem to matter what the job is that we have them do. Um, it's more that they just appreciate knowing that they're talking to somebody who has had an experience with mental health and or co-occurring issues um, that they can talk to and they don't feel as judged or um, things like that. They just feel like somebody who might know what, what they've been dealing with and they find that very um, helpful and I think comforting in that they know they're not alone. You know, this is really cool that you have these, you know, peer supporters implemented right now. How many peer supporters do you hire, um, you know, even from the ones who are just working one hour a week? Um, well, we currently have eight peers on staff and two of them work full time, one works half time, and then the rest work five or less hours a, a week. So we have a really wide range, and most of the the ones who are working um, shorter hours are are working out of our recovery mall and drop-in center. 
Okay, and for agencies, what would you suggest they look at when they're looking at, okay, how many hours should we have a peer supporter be working for us? What are kind of some of the considerations you take into account of whether, you know, you want to hire a peer supporter just working an hour, someone working, you know, part-time or someone doing a full-time job? Well, we will look at what are the needs of the agency um, in hiring, and then we make the decision, um, and we really try to hire peers. Um, so we do, that's always one of the first questions is, can a peer fill the role that we need? And from then, we draft up kind of the little job description and um, we post it and you know they have to interview it's competitive they have to interview they have to kind of go through all those steps um, and then we actually hire them as we would any other staff they have a supervisor and they have to you know follow the rules and do all those kinds of things that any person that we hired in a paid position would have to do. That's a great point. It's important to see a peer supporter just like any other employee um, when you're hiring them. But what have been some things you've noticed that worked really well um, when looking for peer supporters as candidates to hire them? We use the 12 questions that are in the toolkit, like um, is a peer supporter ready to do peer support? Um, and so we look for a high score on that. Um, the other thing is, is we look for people who are excited and enthusiastic about sharing their story and um, are kind of in the place in their recovery that they want to, like, help make a difference. Um, and so I think those are really kind of important um, things because we try to hire people for kind of their character. I can train people how to do the majority of their job. Um, so if I get the right person, I can train them on how to do the paperwork and all those kinds of things. Yeah, so there's some things that you can train people on, a lot of job functions, but some things like people's willingness to share their recovery story and relate to people um, is something that they have to have within themselves. I think that's um, a great point to bring up and for people to look for when they're hiring peer supporters. When you, because you've been working at Winds of Change for 11 years, right? So yeah. In the last eight years, you've been hiring peer supporters. What differences do you see in agencies before, like Winds of Change, before they hired peer supporters to now having them as a major component of the agency? Well, you know, there has to be that that culture shift. Um, and so part of that Winds of Change, part of our culture is that we really encourage anyone in any position to disclose. Um, if they have a mental health or co-occurring issue. So it's a very easy place to be open about that. Um, and I wouldn't say that about some of my past employers. Um, and so there's, at all levels of our organization, people self-identify. And so one of the things about peers is then it becomes basically kind of a normalized thing within our organization. Um, the other thing, though, that I think really, in the beginning, I think it's it's just now how we do things, but in the beginning was how staff would talk about their clients mm -hmm. when there's not a peer present versus when there is a peer present. Um, 
And I think that that's been a real positive change in the language and then staff who are hired who get that perspective of, okay, so if I was feeling that way, this is maybe how I would want you to talk to me or offer assistance versus you just coming in and kind of taking over and telling me what to do. Right. Um, so, so I think there's been a lot of positive changes um, among all staff that really supports the recovery of each of our members. That's great. That's great news to hear. And I think that's um, wonderful advice, too, for when you're hiring peers to look at, you know, the recovery within your own organization um, and letting people. It's a great way to reduce stigma is to be, be able to talk about it. Um, what else do you think employers can do to best support peer supporters? You know, I think it's always, of course, important to offer accommodations and to kind of think about what might be some of the um, issues that somebody might have because a lot of times these people are going from no employment to maybe they're trying to work 20 hours a week or more. Um, and so I think it's really important to be flexible about schedules, um, to give longer breaks if they need those. I think looking at some of those accommodation type of activities, um, I think that, um, you know, it's training staff and just, you know, really having management be, this is how we're going to do things. This is how we're moving forward. You know, we expect everyone to be on board and to support their coworkers. Um, so I think that those messages and those activities coming from leadership are um, really important in trying to, if you're trying to change that culture of an organization. Right. Yeah. Um, and when you talked about the, you know, the culture, um, it's, you know, how you're treating your peer supporters, how you're talking about, you know, clients in front of them. And also when you're not in front of peers, what else have you noticed, um, you know, changes or should change in the culture of an organization and an agency when you're hiring peers? You know, that's, I mean, it's kind of hard to say because I feel like, you know, we're so, when I try to think about that, it's like we're now I'm so much in the front end of that that it's hard to remember some of the rest spots. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's all about inclusion and respect. Um, and if you include people and if you're respectful of where people are at, no matter if they're a peer supporter or not, um, I think you're going to successfully have a good staff. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you're hiring peer supporters, um, we've had some of these agencies tell us, you know, well, is there any policy changes we need to make or things that we need to look at in our policies to amend for peer supporters? Is there anything, you know, I know this is looking pretty far back, but policies that have changed in your organization with hiring peers? No, I don't think that we changed any policy. I think it made us more aware of ADA-type accommodations and to make sure that we're offering those to people. Um, I would say that for the most part, most of our peer support have not wanted to go that route um, because they do want to be treated as a normal employee. Um, you know, but it's always a backup and, you know, just being aware that, you know, if somebody's having a rough time, they're having a rough time and you just help them out how you can 
um, in making accommodations in their job or allowing extra time off or those kinds of things. Um, I have one person that worked um, four hours a day, five days a week because working more hours than that a day is overwhelming, but they want to work part-time. And with that flexibility, um, what have you noticed from people when, you know, when a peer supporter gets that flexibility, do you notice that they start to work harder or they have any changes in their attitude? Um, do you think that helps with the retention? I definitely think it helps with retention. Um, you know, I think that it's a positive attitude for everyone. Um, you know, and I would do that for somebody who's not a peer support. I mean, we all have things that come up in our lives that, you know, maybe somebody passes away or, I mean, we all have things that come up in our lives that disrupt work. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I think that just being an organization that um, tries to adapt and help people um, do the best job that they can do, um, I think results in us getting people who want to work for us and want to stay with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and another question I kind of had for you that I was wondering about is you've been in this game for a while, so you've had quite a few peer supporters work for you. And what are some of the best moments you've had watching your peer supporters grow and things that employers can, you know, look to expect as, you know, I guess kind of marks of they're doing a good job and this, you know, program is working for them? You know, I, I think there's a few things. I think one is feedback from your clientele that they like that service, that they find it valuable. Um, I think that um, having the peer supporters, they are um, really excited and happy to have those jobs and to work with people. And I think that, you know, them being able to come in and be like, hey, I've been working for a year with this client and they finally have their own housing or, you know, they um, successfully completed their probation, um, you know, or I saw, you know, I worked with this client and, you know, they saw me being able to do a peer support job and so now they're interested in maybe getting trained and trying to do that job. Um, you know, just lots of little highlights of people making small and large strides in their recovery and um, just being able to share that with um, another person. Yeah, those can be such impactful experiences, not just for the peer supporter, but for everyone in the in the agency. Um, that's really, really great when you whenever you hear those stories. So um, yeah, we'll make sure that, you know, people who are hiring peer supporters are, are seeing, you know, those changes and talking with their employees and their peer supporters about, you know, those, those changes that you do see, um, and those steps forward, um, because those are really, really important and really impactful. Um, and I guess my last question for you, Stacey, is what are your words of wisdom? If you were talking to yourself, you know, eight years ago when you're just starting on this journey, what would be your message? What my message would be um, to keep trying to do it and figuring it out because in the long run, it's going to be a great 
service and program for people. Um, and not to give up, and you're going to have, um, there's going to be problems that you come up with, and maybe you didn't hire the right person. Um, you know, maybe they interviewed really well, but, you know, gosh, we didn't know that they were, you know, drinking every night, and then we're coming to work intoxicated. Um, you know, we didn't anticipate that. So there's going to be rough times, but, you know, getting over those humps and bumps and learning from our mistakes um, just helps us narrow down more what we're focused on and our ability to hire great people who do great work with our members. Well, thank you, Stacy, for your advice um, and your input on this. Um, it's great to hear from someone who's had so much experience over the last, you know, almost decade in hiring peer supporters. And now that certification's going into effect, you know, this becoming a real, you know, career certified um, and everything is really exciting. So I want to thank you for coming on, and it was great to talk to you. Thank you for having me.